he thinks it's under control. That was the perfect in intro to the podcast. He thinks he has it under control. How about my son? Comes out of the kitchen. I have to tell him no milk. He closes the door. I smile at him, like try to make him happy, and he goes and throws something off the table and keeps walking. I was like, Alright, dude, I see you. What was it? It's better. Bailey has like a little tea a tea set. Uh-huh. Oh, but there was nothing in it? No. Oh, okay. Wish there was. Would have made the store more interesting. Clean it and clean that dumbass smirk off his face after he did it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he just smiles at me like, mm-hmm, bitch, pick it up. <laughs> I'm Rich. And I'm Francisco. Welcome to The Bracket, a podcast where we discuss our 64 favorite movies. We have them battle it out to see which movie will reign supreme. We banter, we bicker, we battle Star Galactica. On today's show, we have Saw versus It. And afterwards, we discuss this week in bracket news, and we talk it out. Enjoy. So, how's everybody's week? It was good. It was short, thanks to that uh, Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, four day week. I've actually only worked like a half day on Friday too, so I kind of got like a three and a half day week. Nice. It was, it was legit. Granted, I spent the whole day, you know, taking kids to the doctor, so not as fun. Mm-hmm. Um, football started though, so you know, a lot of coffee this morning. Got me excited. I definitely wasn't jumping up and down a couple of times. It's under control. Nice. Good? Sports. Sports. Someday someday you guys will watch a, watch a football. Watch a football. Watch a football. In the Blue Corner, a movie released in 2004 starring Tobin Bell, Lee Winnell, Carrie Elways, Shawnee Smith, Danny Glover, and Michael Emerson. Coming in at 1 hour 43 minutes, Saw. And The Red Corner. This movie was released in 2017, starring Bill Skarsgård, Sophia Marsh, Finn Wolfhard, Jaden Lieberher, Jack Dylan Grazer, Wyatt Olaf, Chosen Jacobs, Jeremy Taylor, weighing in at 2 hours and 15 minutes, It. The movie. So, who did you see Saw with first? Probably by myself. Really? Yeah. In theaters? No. no I actually, I didn't even see the first one. How old were you in 2004? I was 14. 10? 20? I don't remember. I was 14. So, how, how, what old, how old are you now? I'm 24. So, you've been 10 when this movie 10. came out. Okay, cool. I did my math good the first time. You nailed it. Um, no, I didn't, even, I didn't even see the first one. I actually saw the four, fourth one first. That's an odd start. And then, well, I mean, you know, it's 2010, so I don't, I don't think they're letting a lot of 10-year-olds watch Saw. Mm-hmm. But, like I, like I said, I... 14-year-old me saw the fourth one, or okay. whenever it came out, um, and then um, I really enjoyed it. I, that's the one where they're in the house, and then that chick gets thrown to the needles, needle pit, or whatever. That's the second right? one. Is that the second one? one? Yeah. No. That's, my, that's actually my favorite song, is the second one. The one where they have the tattoos on the back of their neck? Yeah, with the numbers. Or numbers, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, then I saw the second one first. My whole life, I thought it was the fourth one. They all kind of mesh together at a yeah. certain point. Okay, well, I saw the second one then. Right Very, on. but I was probably, probably older, so I didn't see. I didn't see the second one when it came out. Yeah, it would have been probably two thousand and six or two thousand and seven when the second one came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the first one probably like a week after it came on DVD. I was actually I wasn't even old enough to buy the DVD. I had to like ask my dad like, "Hey, I want to see this fucking movie." Mm-hmm. And my dad's usually pretty cool because he knows I was like a chillish kid. Blockbuster? No, we bought it. Oh. I still have the same DVD from 2004. Wow. Yeah. So we went in, uh, 
he bought it for me and I watched it in my room in the dark because I was trying to scare myself. And like literally my dad would come in every once in a while just to make sure I wasn't freaking out too hard. Mm-hmm. I was like, no man, it's fine. And at the end of the movie you just sit there kind of like shell-shocked. Like, right. what the fuck did I just watch? Right, right, right. And you gotta re-watch it? Yeah. Yeah. And then you feel like you missed all the clues. It was actually one of the first like mystery movies I, was, I ever watched probably. Because there's, there's kind of a, a, sec- a secretive story to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of grows on you. What were some? What's some like one of your most memorable moments from Saw One when you first saw it? Has to be when they chop off the leg. Oh yeah. I mean, everything changes once you see the 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 where they're you know that they Mentally. really yeah. <laughs> but also the the detective or uh, I can't remember his name. I'm talking Danny about Glover. Yeah. His name was Tap in the movie. But um, I remember being so confused over who he was for some reason. Right. Like, right. I see that. You know, like it, it was it was it was odd. My ten year old self totally agrees with you. Yeah. You felt kind of out of place. Your 10-year-old self agrees with my current 24-year-old version. Well, no, but I just kind of remember <laughs> thinking that, like, why is this character a thing? It's, he's kind of an odd casting if you're not used to movies with, like, a diverse cast. Mm-hmm. And not diverse, like, racial-wise. racial, racial wise, More, like, diverse and, like, not everybody's in the same place at the same right. time. Mm-hmm. I also liked um, a big aspect of the movie. It's obviously the puzzles. Right. But the way they, they fit the story... Um, also feels right. like it's some kind of puzzle that you got to put together. Yeah. Um, which I, I really enjoyed. It's um, I don't know if th- that's probably what they were going for, uh, or hopefully they're all on their their own weird timeline though, because you're you're through you're watching the movie through the eyes of the person being tested. Mm-hmm. But there's other people being tested around you. You just don't know their story. Right. Most memorable moment I think for me is probably the realization. Towards the end of the movie, like that, you didn't really know what was gonna happen. Right. And then once you, once the dude stands up, and like peels off his his weirdo face, uh, the jigsaw character. Mm-hmm. I think that like was like the most shocking and most memorable moment to me because it was just like the first time I'd ever been really surprised in a movie. Mm-hmm. Any other moments? I want to say, and I know I'm probably jumping a little ahead, but um, that <laughs> fan interference, <laughs> the you know him him being laid down. Being quote unquote dead, mm-hmm. it's one of the moments that kind of trigger me more because I mean they were there for hours, and for for them to like not like like look at a dead body um, in the same room and like see him at least breathe a couple of times, even if he is seduced, sedated, sedated, um, <laughs> he was seduced. <laughs> <laughs> um, he would, uh, you know, I don't know. It it, it really bothers me. Really? That, yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all. I just take it as like that's part of the story. We're going with it. But I did realize a plot hole I'm going to bring up later that I never noticed till today. Um, another one is the the actual saw and how they didn't use that since it's longer than that case to actually grab the phone. Um, you know, instead mm-hmm. of chopping off his 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 leg, he could have used that to reach it because he's he's centimeters away from grabbing the right. phone. Right, but it's more for the story that you're not really thinking clearly in that moment. Like, to me, he, he was gone a little bit mad with, like, just hearing the phone ring and nonstop. Right. He was just going psycho in his own head. I don't know. It's For me, it's You just, don't think clearly when you're that upset. No, but I also don't think chopping off my leg is... <laughs> He's like, picks up, the, <laughs> picks up the sword, looks over, not worth it, cut off the leg. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty funny. Let's just let's just in our heads think that it was just another foot farther away. <laughs> right. Um, any quotes that you wanted to bring up? Actually, friend, uh, Francisco, is there any other favorite moments before we move it to the producer? Favorite moments. Favorite um, moments. Most memorable moments. 
yes, one of my favorite moments is their catching abilities. <laughs> because man, they could they were just throwing cassettes, rings, everything, and they could literally not catch anything. <laughs> and they're the in the same player. room. He, he caught the cassette player, the shit that can't drop. He caught. <laughs> producer, uh, producer, any any favorite moments you want to bring up? I like the the bear trap scene. The reverse bear trap, yeah, yeah. that's a super good scene actually. Because it's like intense, and you're thinking it's gonna go off, but it doesn't. Yeah. But um, even yeah. though you're seeing her alive, and you're like, dude, there's no way she survived. Yes. Yeah. And then, the, like, the way she has to unlock it and everything was a pretty, like, fucked up way to kind of yeah. do that, so I really enjoy that scene. One thing I'm a little bit weird with in the movie is, like, he plays the jigsaw game with a lot of the characters, but some of the characters have no way of succeeding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, how was the guy, with the, how <laughs> was was the guy with the candle supposed to succeed his mission? Like, there's no way he could have gone through all the number of popular... Er, uh, chances before that candle would have even burned out, let alone lit him on fire. Well, yeah, and and not only that, also um, when he's dropping the tub, I mean, they throw the key in there, and he's gonna move, and he's gonna unplug the tub, and the key's gonna go through there. Right, but I think that's more of an accident because I think that I, in my head, the him pulling the bottom of the water was an accident when he kicked his feet. I don't I didn't think, think so. it wasn't like it was wrapped around his foot. It was kind of just like he finessed and kicked it. But in my head, that's how it I has to be intentional. If they're making the key go through the drain, you know, and but I'm I'm thinking outside the movie instead of inside. Right, but even still, the door was locked. So even if he was free, he still would have had to work with Lawrence's character to to get out. Not if they had the keys. No, because no, because the big bay door was locked from the outside. Zep had to come and lock him out. Was that your flaw? No, no. I just thought about that right now. Any quotes you want to bring up, producer? Let's play a game. I don't, I don't even think about that. Yeah. It's pathetic. No, I didn't put it in the intro or anything. Yeah, I was I was more thinking in the lines of um, like some people are so ungrateful to be alive. Like that mm-hmm. whole speech. Yeah. I can't I can't put it into one quote, but that whole speech is super good. It leaves you with a, a pure me- like message in the movie. Mm-hmm. Makes um, you want to call your mom. That's fair. Right. Super fair. I mean, uh, so was there any funny moments that you can think of other than just poor acting in a couple parts? Because there's a couple of scenes where the, the, the actors yeah, no, the acting it's really like, it's, yeah, the acting is like not laugh the best. at an accident. <laughs> I don't know, not really. I mean, like I said, the leg, the chopping off the leg for me, it's a little. I don't know. It's just. It's too funny. It's, it's. I don't know. In my mind, it's like no, like I don't Unbelievable. know. Unbelievable. Yes. All right. I mean, he could even try to chop the chain, or I think he said it was too rusted. To actually no, go but through. I, those are like those like steel hardened chains. Like those aren't getting cut up by. Uh, what about the pipe that it was through? I did notice that though there was a pipe behind them that was literally sawed in half, and I'm you like, <laughs> so, we didn't think about this, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, like I don't know. For me, it was like there's more scenarios than just chopping off your leg right away. And for he was me, in that's... a panic though. So like I said, like that phone ringing is driving him mad. He had already get, he had already just heard his his family literally just get shot up in the background. He has no idea if they're alive or not, and then the phone starts ringing again. Like he has no idea what to what to do but panic. But how much help are you really going to be to your family if they're still alive with he one less crazy foot? Things in special situations though. He was there for a few hours, like you said. So like he was going mad a little bit anyway. He was probably in a panic and trying to do whatever he could. He one hundred and twenty seven hour day. Okay. You gotta cut your arm off so you can live. Spoilers. I couldn't stop thinking of Dude. Scary Movie 4 when I was watching this movie. So the one with the aliens? 
No, it's the one... What did you just say? The one with the aliens? There's aliens in Saw 4? Scary, scary movie. movie. Oh. Not, not Saw 4, scary movie. I was tripping out. <laughs> the one that parodies like all the scary movies. I didn't see Scary Movie Four. I don't think. Oh. Well, that's that's the one that had the intro with that was uh, parodying uh, Saw, and had Doctor Phil. Oh, I did and, see that. Well, I at least remember that part. Yeah. And uh, Shaq. So I always like. I, oh, I, no, I, was, I kept thinking foot. about like, exactly that was okay. the one scene. What's Scary Movie Four about? Because I thought that's the one with the aliens. Why do I? That's number three. Is that number three? Number the three. Ones? The one with Charlie Sheen is number three. Okay. No, you, they're both about aliens. The one... Well, the third the one, one ends in, like, literally the, the alien attack, right? The third one is about the movie Signs. We're talking about Saw. Whereas Scary Movie 4 is about world, uh, War of the Worlds. Okay. Yeah, so they're both about aliens. Damn it. Scary Movie 3 is underrated, though. Low-key. Just saying. It's, it's one of the best. Yeah. yeah. Is it better than Scary Movie 2, though? That's. I don't like Scary Movie 2. Uh, so. let's... I can't talk to you. Let's get back to the yeah. Saw, then. Who's Mr. Julian? <laughs> Um, my germs. <laughs> who is your favorite cast member of of oh, Saw? Saw? I think to me it's like anybody but Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Jigsaw was good. Carrie always was okay. Nothing spectacular out of anybody though. I'd say just no. the message of Jigsaw was probably my favorite of the whole movie. If anything, Inspector Wong was was kind of cool. His name wasn't Inspector Wong. That was so racist. What was it? It was like. I'm not even gonna say. You it. give it up. Hold on. Singh. His last name was Singh. Swear to God, S I N G. Because I, I watch movies with the uh, subtitles on. Okay, so moving on. His name is Detective Steven. I well, feel he like called him Singh. I don't know. Detective Steven Singh. Yeah. Steven I feel so bad. Um. Yeah, you're Sing a scumbag. Wong. Professor Wong, Jason. That was the Wong name, dude. Let me see. Dude. I hope you had a drum solo after that. Um, is there anything you missed from this viewing compared to your first viewing? Yes, this is where this is the first time when I thought that him laying like that could not be possible for that long. The first time I bought it, I'm like, oh my god, this is you know one of the best movie ever's or at least the ending. But now that I saw it, I was like, is this how possible is this? You know, I don't have a problem with it though because it's movie magic. Like, he was supposed to lay there for four hours, so that's what he had to do. It's movie magic. Just because, I mean... The prestige. Hello! Or no, more like the illusionist, because that one actually uses magic. I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's the Ed Norton one. It's actually not bad. Anything anything else you missed? What's wrong with you? Inspector Wong. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, you are. Anything else you missed? No. Wow. Don't think so. Alright, so I have a, a huge flaw that I'd never noticed till today. But when everything's getting towards the end of the movie, you're almost in the climax, Danny Glover is taking a picture of Zepp inside the doctor's house. Dr. Lawrence is already in the room with, what's his name, Adam. So Lawrence and Adam in the room, locked down for sure, mm-hmm. right? So Danny Glover takes a photo of Zeb the night of the kidnapping. Mm-hmm. He takes a photo, Zeb's in the window, he has enough time, God knows who has enough time to print out the picture that Danny Glover shot and get it inside the room with Adam and Lawrence. Makes zero sense story point wise. Mm-hmm. Because Jigsaw doesn't know where, what's his name is? Uh, Detective Tap, Danny Glover's character. Jigsaw doesn't know where he is. Mm-hmm. Or if he does, he's not spending time breaking into his house to steal photos 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, somebody took a photo of, of Zepp in the window. Danny Glover. How did Jigsaw get the photo inside the, the torture room with Adam and Lawrence? Because that's how Adam tells Lawrence that somebody's in the house with them. Because he picks up the photo and goes, Zeb, you son of a bitch. How does he get that photo in his hands? Stumped. It's probably explained at the beginning of the movie, and I just don't remember. How would it be explained? I don't know. There's I mean, literally no way. Jigsaw didn't take that photo. Movie magic. Movie magic, that's what it was. Yeah. That thing when, like, the bad guy tells you he's the bad guy in the movie, she's like, oh, thank God they told me he's the bad guy. <laughs> movie magic. Talking about that, do you think he's actually the bad guy? I think he's I mean, crazy. No, he's definitely crazy, but something that bothers me is that, like, he's going after, you know, quote-unquote bad people, but if you're really... I mean, for me, if, the, if they would have punished, like, serial killers, like, crazy serial killers, and he was going after those, I think it would have had a little more of an impact, but I, th- I think he's... Like Dexter going- style? Yes, exactly like Dexter style. <laughs> well, the only problem is with that is is Amanda thought she was healed when she survived. So he is trying to heal people in his own sick way. Problem I is, so. nobody really change. No, no person really changes, so scumbag is going to do scumbag shit. Mm-hmm. What separates this movie to you and makes it special for the bracket? It's it's diff- It's a different horror film, and and I really enjoy that. It's it has a little more. Even though, um, you know, the story's a little wonky a couple times, I mean, I think it's more be- because of how rushed the movie was and the low budget. For sure, 1.2 million. Yeah. So, out of control. I mean, I can't really, really be too harsh on that, because look, look at what they did. I mean, I, I think they did, like, what, nine other movies? I think it's eight, but yeah, I got you. Um, so, and to have such a structured storyline, at, at least by, by, by chapter, because every... Every episode, I mean, it's not it's not great, but I really I really enjoyed what they did. So sounds like a review of the back of the bracket. Thank you. Not every not every episode's great. <laughs> <laughs> Producer, is there any uh, special things you want to uh, recommend about Saw? If you were going to tell somebody about it, it's a good it's a good mystery movie. I would say yeah, it definitely it falls into the category of horror, but I think it's more of a mystery than anything, which kind of just separates it from a lot of other movies and it's just a, a good original idea hmm. gotta give her credit for that super original um, I was thinking about this today and it's a super claustrophobic movie so at the end when, when everything kind of explodes mm-hmm. and you know you're left with pretty much the aftermath you are super shell shocked like I said to start the podcast after Saw is over you feel like you changed a little bit as a person mm-hmm. You're like that was just a crazy ride definitely not for everybody no yeah but to go back to that yeah because they go through the whole movie being trapped inside that room and they finally open it and then just to have it closed again yeah yeah that's a definitely scary feeling another thing that this compares me to is that movie buried with ryan reynolds i don't know if you guys watched that movie no it's like 10 years old but spoiler alert the movie's like He's on the phone. He thinks he's getting rescued. He's been buried in a coffin for the last hour and a half. Mm. He thinks he's getting rescued because everything kind of just fell into the to the events. And as he thinks he's being rescued, they're bombing his fort that he's trapped in. Mm-hmm. And basically the walls start crumbling in, and he thinks it's people with shovels letting him out. And it's mm. actually him just getting buried. It's super intense. That's exactly how I feel after Saw when it's over. Because you think everybody's going to survive, and all of a sudden you see the dude stand up, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Right, right, right. The movie just changes on its head. But... If you were to give Saw a rating, 
What would you give it? I would give it an 8.5. 8.5 for Saw. And for me, um, how about what about the first time you saw it? Probably a 9. 9 to an 8.5? Okay. I think the first time I saw it, I'd probably give it a 9 mm-hmm. as well. I think there was a couple flaws to it, and I thought it was a little bit longer than it should have been. Right. But it was definitely a game changer at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of now... I mean, and then we're talking about... When was this movie made? 2004. Sorry to go off topic. But a million dollars to make a movie. I don't know how, how much that is in 2004, but... It was only 14 years ago. It's not like the Ice Age. What's a big movie from 2004 that we can compare budgets to? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Well, that's fuck. a gigantic budget. Fuck. <laughs> I think that came out in '03. Um, you got me. Harry Potter's came out around that time. There was a lot of big movies in 2004. No, I know that, but I want to know their budget. It's like the Paranormal Activity of 2004. Right. Yes. Where a super low budget just gives you a couple of nice shocks and a couple of nice twists. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it went down a little bit. It's not a nine anymore. I'd say like it's an eight point. Three, 8.5-ish. Mm-hmm. You kind of nailed it on that one. On to the red corner, and it released in 2017. How did you feel the first time you saw it, and who did you see it with? Um, I went on a date with my girlfriend, and just Pause real quick. What was your ratings for Saw? Oh, it's an 8. 8 all around? Yeah. Right on. All right, so you saw it with your girl. Yeah. Um, I was really excited. Uh, I've seen the, the, the originals. I never saw the original show. Really? Yeah. Never really had an interest in it. It's like old TV shows like that don't do it for me. What about the movies, though? Because they also make two films. Nope. Oh. Okay. Well, I didn't I didn't see the show. I did see the two films. Hmm. But... Well, there wasn't a show. It was a... It was two... What was it, then? Um, TV... It was like an Amazon TV thing? TV movies made for TV. Oh. So in total, it was like a four-hour... That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. This, it definitely feels like... You know, just on it real quick, that it, that the movie was rushed a little bit towards the end. Because you felt like you really fell in love with all these characters, and at the end it kind of just resolved it all fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely needs to be elaborated on more. Well, the thing is, is that, well, I feel it's that way because they're they're showing all these characters and their problems. Mm-hmm. So they have to emphasize that. So yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. It was rushed, but I think it's because they were trying to set up a, you know, a, a base for maybe the future film. Yeah, there was there was four deleted scenes that set up three of the main characters, and they were. It's kind of sad that they took them out because they would have made the movie ten times better. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw them. You I guys did. haven't seen them. I, no, I haven't. I told you about, about them. them. Yeah, but one of the um, one of the few deleted scenes was with the main character, the kid that with the stutter, Bill. Yeah, um, seeing his parent, you see more of his parents being an asshole towards him. Mm. Over the after the death of his um, little brother, probably because they're blaming him. Yeah. Okay. And then at the very end of the movie, they're like they kind of help each other up mm-hmm. a little better, and they go on a trip um, out of town, kind of to the place that they're. Um, what's the kid's name again? The one that died. Uh, Georgie. Georgie. Yeah. Georgie. They go to his favorite lake at the very end of the movie, and you just see the camera zoom into a, a storm sewer, mm-hmm. and you just you feel like something's gonna pop out, and then it just cuts to black. That should be how the fucking movie ended. I know. Yeah. That's. I was like, why they should have left that in. Uh, you would have some complaints though, about cliffhangers, huh? You would be. You would have some compl- complaints about well, cliffhangers. There's, there's, I mean, there's, there's complaints about everything. So I'm just saying. We're complaining right now. Hey, oh, complaints. <laughs> uh, the other one was with uh, the Jewish kid. They he they had a scene of him giving Stanley. a speech. Yeah, giving a speech about growing up, and it was possibly the best like character development for that kid. He doesn't really get an ending in his story. No, he, he doesn't. Him get and the really, black kid both get really forgotten at the end yeah. of the movie. 
And then one of the other scenes that I was really mad that they got rid of was when they decide to go to the house to confront it. Mm-hmm. The, the Their bully is outside the, the house with his friends, his other bully friends, in the car. Mm-hmm. And then he's the, the main bully is covered in blood. And he's talking to, he's talking to them and he's like, we're going to go in there, we're going to kill him. And then the camera pans and both of his friends are dead. Like, they're, they're, the throats are slashed. So he was just talking to nobody. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. How are you behind the idea that Pennywise actually caused the people in the town to cause the accident? So, like, you know how they controlled the one bully kid? I don't know why I forget his name. But they controlled the one bully kid to go after the kids and try to kill them. Yeah. Towards mm-hmm. the end of the movie. Do you think that he basically, it, Pennywise, controlled the clown Pennywise to set off the bombs in the accident, you know, 27 years earlier? Oh, I see what you mean. I don't know about that. Because I think... It would explain why he's still on the body of Pennywise, though. Well, I mean, in that old picture where it's drawn out, you can see his face, and you can tell that's from, I don't know, the 17s or whenever they... Right, but it never explains how the the towns had their massacres. It just said that there was a massacre, there was like a burning building, there was another one that was a... There was an explosion during the parade that Pennywise was at. Mm Mm-hmm. But it never explains how those things happen. They just blamed it generally on it. Yeah, it's none of us have read the book. That's the thing. That's a problem. It, it, too. Just, it sure. goes into a lot of more detail in the book. <laughs> right. One of our fans is sitting there screaming, "Read the book, you idiot!" <laughs> Basically, that's that was yeah, it's bad. But um, from what I know is that every time it reappears to start uh, feasting again, basically, mm. there, it it fall it like begins with a big tragic incident and then it starts. Then he shows up. Hmm. So, I'm not too sure about the one with Georgie. Hello, Georgie. But, yeah. That's all I know. If anybody who read the book is actually listening to this is really pissed off at us. Screaming at us. Fucking morons. But I'm pretty (laughs) sure there's an actual reason to... Yeah. To everything else. When did you see it first, producer? I saw... I saw the movie the day it came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I think I might have, too. Yeah, yeah. I think okay, I was excited about it. Yeah, I was like really pumped up. For I don't know if I saw it the day it came out, but I probably saw it opening week. Yeah, that's probably something I didn't want to get ruined for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Is I it? loved it because especially that first scene, because I, I always complain that like, with horror movies they don't really like, show kids dying on screen. Yeah, I knew they were gonna kill. And I always kids. thought like you know that's, that's something I I I see why people why they don't do it. But if somebody were to do it. That's something it's a different. Game changer, yeah. it's a, mm-hmm. So it's completely different, especially for a character like it, because I mean, he doesn't care. Yeah, and he just wants to eat. Mm-hmm. So, so I wish they would have killed off one of the main characters though at the end, just one of them, just so it showed that there was stakes. Yeah. Because one thing that these movies always uh, fail to have is stakes towards the end of them. Yeah. Because you just feel like either people are gonna die or they're not gonna die, and there's no like, w- like. Give or take, which is one reason that the Dark Knight is so good because when characters do die, you really feel it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but back well, to it. <laughs> well, with the the second part of the movie, well, the part two, part two. Do you see the cast for that, by the way? Yeah, it's I, getting crazy. I like it. I haven't seen it. Uh, you haven't seen the cast. No. Jessica Chastain is going to be playing Beverly. Uh, Bill Hader is going to be playing Richie. Uh, what's that I know you're saying name? names right now, but. <laughs> Nailed that, it. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Professor X is playing Bill, the main character with the stutter. Oh, wow. Nah. See? <laughs> not Patrick Stewart, the young Professor mm-hmm. X. Um, 
What's your most memorable moment from it, producer? The projector scene. That's a good one. That for was sure. one of my favorite scares. I jumped so fucking funny. hard during that scene because I didn't expect it. I thought maybe he was gonna show up like in the corner or whatever. Yeah. Or like grab him. It was by definitely shocking. Yeah. Or another like another thought that I had was like, oh, his face is just gonna pop up in the very mm-hmm. front of the screen, but his whole body coming out. Yeah. That really. What about you? What was your some of your favorite moments? Um, most memorable, at least. The screen's pretty good though. That's a really good scene. I would say Georgie's arm getting ripped off is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My my, my jaw was open. Like I. Yeah, I was like, so shocked. I thought it was just gonna get pulled down there and like you wouldn't see anything. You would scream. Yeah. Cause I cause I read the the plot to the book before I went to go see it. Cause you I, I was fucking I wasn't gonna read the book. Asshole. But, but you read like, the plot. I read the plot. Yeah. Let's summarize it. And then like I I just remember reading like oh like they he rips his arm off and then drags him and eats him. And I'm like, they're not going to show that during the movie, so it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you see it, like, actually happening. I'm like, I had my, my jaw was open the entire scene. For me, I want to say it's um one of the most memorable moments. It has to be that, like, that bathroom scene where, like, all the, the blood, blood comes out. Yeah. I, I don't know, it's... I have my thoughts about that th- about that scene. I almost, I said it all, Michael, or Mike tyson Uh, What are you laughing at over there, producer? I've heard you complain about that scene. Before. The blood scene? Why? No, no, no. I'm not complaining about the uh, the rape oh, scene. Okay. No, the rape scene. I'm already. That's already a, a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. Unneeded. But one thing that reverts back to that is the reason that her scene is happening in the bathroom and the blood's coming out. Everybody was seeing like their biggest fears. Yeah. So Richie saw the clowns. The uh, Eddie saw the the leper. Um, Bill saw. I guess Georgie was his biggest fear. Was like seeing Georgie dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, then the black kid, who I can't remember his name, his thing was like he saw the fire, but her scene was, um, blood, blood and hair getting, like, like basically her being held down by the hair. It was like controlling her. And I thought that that might've been part of it is like, she doesn't want to be confined, held down, all that kind of stuff, you know, cause of the past she has with her dad. And then it comes up with the blood everywhere. And I cannot figure out why blood is her fear. It's so obvious. Why? Are you, being, are you being dead serious right now? Yeah. She's she's on her period. She's buying Tampax, so she's scared that everybody's going to fucking see her on her period. Really? Yeah. That's yes. What it. Yeah. Why it's, is that so scary? Well, it's... it's I guess I'm a dude. That's, well, yeah, I, mansplaining. I mean, I, I don't... I just got ripped. It's part of <laughs> growing up, I think. I think that was, like, the... like Her the, thing. I, I Well, for a minute, I thought it was, like, she was afraid that her like, dad was going to get her pregnant. The metaphor. Oh, like, because a, of... That's a bad one. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing what's happening, so... We should have brought a girl. Yeah, to we're talk bad, to her about this movie. <laughs> Special guest Khaleesi. <laughs> um, no, for me the hair part was more of the dad loved it, you know, because he was smelling it right. and he was touching it. So oh, she, she for, for me, idiot. it was like she cut it because it was something that her dad loved, and now Damn. that that she sees him as a See, as a this boy, this is why we talk it out. Exactly. I'm so um, I feel so much smarter now. You're welcome. So that that's my intake on on that particular thing. Perfect. I feel so much better now. What would be your biggest fear if Pennywise were to talking show about up? that hair? I'm sorry, but what the fuck? Uh, something that did bother me was that you can tell she was wearing a wig, and this is for me watching it a second time. Is that that red hair looks super fake, and you can just tell that it was a wig, and she had short hair the whole time throughout the movie. Well, they're not gonna make a 14 year old girl cut her hair for the movie. That's fucked up. She had right. her hair short. They had Eleven shave off her head. Yeah, but Eleven's cool. 
That's not the point. That's, but yeah. So for me, I wonder if Eleven's afraid of blood because those nosebleeds too. Never mind. Moving on. And bad joke, police. Here, here. <laughs> your fear. What was your fear? If Pennywise were to show up in your life, red balloon around the corner, what would be the fear that he would show you? I'm gonna go last, BT Dubs. My biggest fear, and I love how we're so, we're telling our biggest fear, so that somebody will fucking troll us one day. I hope so. Commitment. Um, fuck, I don't even remember know that I podcast see. back in September, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I I don't know. It can't be something. Here comes a racist joke. Is it ice? That's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, it's. I don't. I don't think there's something that has to be. It would have to be more like losing a family member than anything oh, else. Because I, I don't think I would be like like if you put a snake or something, I'd be like, oh shit. But I don't think that's that's something that I'm like terrified about hmm. more than anything. So it would so have what to, terrifies you? What terrifies me? I just said it. Probably like losing somebody. Damn. You know. So Close if 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 Pennywise put me in a room and everybody's getting slaughtered, I probably will you know, go crazy. But anything else doesn't really... What if you're in the room and you just heard your family get slaughtered over the phone and the only way you can get to the phone is if you cut off your foot? Maybe I can try grabbing the saw and see if I can reach the phone. Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> Producer, what's your, uh, what would be the biggest fear that Pennywise would pull up on you? Falling. Falling? falling forever? I just don't like the idea of falling. But wonder, like, so you'd like, be like on like the tipping point of a fall for a long time. Yeah, like so I'd be like, like watching that movie. So uh, not falling then, because if you're in the tipping, you're not actually falling. right. But it's the fear of falling that he's it's afraid. The fear of falling. Like okay. I don't like be like heights. The reason why I don't like heights is because I don't like the idea of falling. But what like, scares you about falling? And I'm going super deep. Is it the impact or just the feeling of falling? The feeling and the impact. But I've heard that people who've gone skydiving like. Like right, no, that's afterwards. that's exactly what I'm asking because some people actually like that. No, that's, yeah, I don't like the idea. Maybe it's like the falling. fear of like being out of control. Like I like, I used to like I don't like. Maybe he's a control freak and he just needs to constantly you know edit and control and cut words out and put them in the perfect order. Because he never wants to fall. No, because he likes to control things. A, if you're falling, you're out of control. That's a big reach, I guess. Yeah. Um. The last time when I was on a plane recently. As soon as we took off, the only thing that I kept thinking about was like, we're in the middle of the, like, the air. Uh-huh. If something goes wrong and this plane explodes, I'm just falling. That's it. I'm right. dead. So, then you're dead. Yeah. Let I, me ask you I'm like this. The, I'm like the crazy guy in the plane. Like, yeah, we'll die. Fuck it. Let's keep going. Like, <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, have you ever had those like you're about to fall asleep and you feel like you're yeah. falling? Oh, I guess so so how does how does that make are you like does that terrify you? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I get those a lot. Because I kind of like for for in a personal thing I like I kind of always want to feel them. Like I, I want to feel like I'm falling when I'm sleeping. I think it's weird, but I I don't know. You might like skydiving. So maybe I've never done it, but I'm actually very interested in doing it. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I get that feeling all the time, but I hate it. Really? I fucking hate it so much. What's your biggest fear, Rich? Moms. Bombs? Anytime? Moms. Oh, moms. Yeah. Yeah, bombs too, though. Bombs would suck. So what kind of moms? Scary moms. Like, define... Like, the, f- the biggest scare I ever had in my life up until, like, very recently in a movie was in The Sixth Sense when the little boy is, is walking through the house at night 
and he hears somebody rummaging around in the kitchen and he walks into the kitchen all like scared and he thinks it's his mom and the woman turns around and runs up to him all fast and shows him his wrist and he goes, Dark what you did to me! Legit. Chills right now. The scene still scares the shit out of me. Have you seen uh, Insidious 2? I was about to bring it up. So the next time I've ever been scared in a movie, I don't really get scared in movies because I can usually convince myself out of it. Uh-huh. So Insidious 2, I don't know if you've seen it, there's a scene where the little boy in the movie um, will, will have like the cup and the string, and the cup and the string leads right into a closet, and it, him and his friend or him and his brother would play with the cup and the string and talk to each other, uh-huh. but randomly he's hiding underneath the bed because he thinks the ghosts are around or whatever. I can't remember what the monster was in that movie, but um, I think it was like a witch or something. Anyway, so the, the string starts getting pulled into the closet underneath his blanket that he's hiding under like a little kid. And when he, like, goes to take off his things, there's, like, a, a crowd of moms surrounding him in the bed, and they're all just trying to, like, touch his face. I'm literally grown-ass man, 25 years old, sitting in the theater like this. Eyes closed. I don't need to see this. This is going to haunt my dreams. Literally just close my eyes. I was like, I just don't need this in my brain. Well, I was thinking more of the scene where, uh, uh, I forget the character, but the actress, Rose... Rose Byrne. Yeah, Rose Byrne. When she's walking around the house by herself and it's like in the middle of the day. And then she turns a corner and the mom is there and just slaps her. Like she yells That one's good too, yeah. I jumped really. Yeah. That that one might even be in the first one though. No, that's that's the second one. I don't even like the first one. You're right, it is the second one. Yeah, the first one was with the demon. Yeah, it didn't didn't do it for me. It literally was like, it reminded me of like the poltergeist meets Darth Maul. The movie did nothing for me. And I remember hearing people be like, that d- demon was so scary. I was like, Darth Maul? Like, what the fuck are we talking no, about? I mean, it, when it trans... Yep, never mind. You're one of the people I'm, who got scared? That's yeah, funny. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got really scared. <laughs> That's funny. But even, um, yeah, there's just a lot of scary mom moments. This fucking suck. So then my wife's a fucking asshole, and she'll walk around the house just screaming sometimes just to scare me. Sick <laughs> as fuck, right? And because she's a mom... It scares it's, me. Wow. It's weird, right? It's so like super my biggest, weird. My and biggest I'm not, fear I'm is like have a mom yell just, at me. I want to know the background of this fear. You really? Know? Yes. Like, um, well, welcome to the therapy podcast, right? <laughs> hello, hello, adopted. Really? Yeah. You didn't know this? No. You I never knew he was that's adopted. Funny. Yeah, literally, I'd, I met my mom like as a kid and never saw her again after age like three. Wow. There's some deep seated thoughts up there. Not everything makes more sense. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So I grew up until like age like 20, 21 without knowing that my stepmom wasn't my real mom. Uh-huh. So whenever we would have like mom and dad, like where are we from talks, my mom would be like, I'm from Poland. And my dad goes, I'm mostly French Canadian. And I was always like, no, my mom's not actually like from Poland, Poland. She just, her family. Right, her family, yeah. yeah. So my dad goes, I'm, I'm mostly French Canadian. So you're mostly French Canadian. I was like, so I'm French Canadian and I'm Polish. He's like, but you're mostly French Canadian. And I was like, what the fuck does he mean by that? And then randomly later on in life, I find this out. I was like, got you, fam. There was always little slip-ups back when I was a kid where my dad would be like, this is your your half-brother and sister because they were his kids from a previous marriage. And then my mom had... So your dad's your real dad? Yeah. Okay. So how does adopted work then? I mean, because like my stepmom adopted me, basically. But, like, I didn't know my dad up until age three, and then I basically got readopted to my dad. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yes, kind of. I mean... I say adopted loosely. Okay. Because it wasn't my real mom who raised me, I just didn't know it. Okay. That makes sense. Anyway. Hmm. So, mom's biggest fear. The scary mom. There it is. Wow. 
And <laughs> back to it. <laughs> and back to it. Um, what were some of your favorite quotes from the movie? Um, we all float down here. Oh, that's Obviously. pretty good. You'll float yeah. too. Yeah, all that float thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, the line when they had the argument to get into the house. He goes, "I can't believe I drew the short straw. You're lucky we didn't measure dicks." <laughs> Richie was super funny though the whole movie. I think most of his lines. Um, I know these are gazebos. Gazebo <laughs> the gazebos, mom. That was Eddie though. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Sorry. Yeah, that sorry. was the that was the sick kid. Yeah. Yeah, that was a super um, funny line. I liked when it said, like, called the kid Egg Boy, and then you turn around and you see him running towards him. I was I was actually one of the only parts of the movie where I actually flinched. That was pretty good, yeah. And, and it's because... It's a claustrophobic scene, mm-hmm. too. Well, not only because, like... His voice. You expect him to not have a face, yeah. you know? Like, he's chasing him without a face, and now they're kind of, like, pulling the rug on you, yeah. and now it's Pennywise. Like, for me, it was one of those, like... Like what's going on? Yeah, scares. So with the um, with the no head guy who's walking down the stairs, he's like slowly walking down the stairs, and then like once he hits the bottom step, he starts running. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you weren't yeah, you just sure. weren't ready for it. I like when a movie surprises me, like with scares where it's not super predictable, mm-hmm. which is why like the Annabelle movies and and we'll talk about it at the end of this, but like the Nun is like those type of scares are predictable versus like the one in It was like. So unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I just used predictable twice in a sentence. Woo! Um, which movie do you think was scarier? It or Saw? I don't know why you looked at me like that. I don't know what that means. I want to say It. There, I, I feel like it had more more parts. Even uh, the garage scene. When they're good. going through the, through the yeah, films. And, and you know, and like, he actually comes out of the, the movie yep. pictures. For me, that, that was another, you know, big, I, I guess you said a claustrophobic scene. Yeah, that's true. Even the scene where he's uh, he's in the basement and starts running up in his head. Yeah, yes. Yes. Um, You? Any? I think it was scarier, but at the time, because I was you know fourteen when I saw Saw, Saw Saw, it was a lot scarier than it was like obviously now because you've seen the same type of scares in other movies mm-hmm. and it's kind of just a little bit played out. Plus, I've seen Saw probably fifty times. So, wow. I used to love that movie. Can I pitch an idea? Still do. Yes. Oh, with, uh, like an alternate scene. So there, there's the part where they're they're in the sewers and they're looking for for Georgie, at the very end of the movie, not like when they're actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, when they talk about the gray water. Well, no, when they, they already find. When they actually find the place. Yeah, they already find Pennywise's like little hideout or whatever. Oh, okay. And then you see Georgie with mm-hmm. without his arm and everything, right. and he's talking to Billy. Well, he still had his arm. Huh? He had his arm. He didn't have his arm. He did. No, not. He did because scene. no, because he George uh, Bill. Georgie needed Bill to think that that was really Georgie, so it wouldn't have had the arm gone. But after they show him without the, without no. the arm. Hold on, I'll pull it. No, but there's no reason. To, like, think about it like this: Bill doesn't know that his arm was ripped off, so why would Pennywise pose as Georgie with no arm? How do you open your Internet Explorer? What are you, seventy-five years old? Hold on. <laughs> Where's your Internet Explorer? Yeah. <laughs> Where's your uh, AOL? I'm just gonna log into my Hotmail real quick. God damn it! I guess we're gonna take a little break. WWW. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this part. Just you so. can just click right there on the Google. It's right there, YouTube. Oh, yeah, all right. Cool. No worries. I mean, he's it's not your seventy-five PC, years so. old. I don't expect him to know. So this is what takes so long to produce. Hold on. <laughs> Georgie. What would I call it? 
Georgie's sewer scenes. I don't know. There we go. Look who's got his arm on. Do 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 do. Look who doesn't have his arm on. I mean, you're literally arguing with two people that saw the movie today. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it, I thought he lost his right arm. Am I that blind? Yes. I guess it's because, like, when he's. I mean. In reverse, it's his left arm. Okay. No, that does make sense, because why would you reach something with not without your dominant hand unless he's left-handed? Overthinking about Devil's touch. Right? And break. <laughs> Alright, so I was right. So that was it, pretending to be Georgie. Now, let's pretend that, that actually it never killed Georgie and just had him stored. And then Billy thinks it's it and then shoots, shoots Georgie, Georgie. in the head. And then finds out that he was still alive. So that's your plot twist? That's you, your, the way you change the story? Do you think that would have been a better? Oh, or? I mean, yes. Because that's an awful ending. I don't know how you could keep him alive. I guess <gasps> movie Secret Pennywise genius, magic. But it literally destroys um, Billy. Billy. Because he's been find, he's been trying to find... And I'm sorry, I'm just no. jumping on the bandwagon of no, your idea. Ahead. But he's trying to find his, his brother... You know, or at least now thinks he's dead, and to just shoot him in the face because you think he's he's not the real thing, that's it's kind of genius. The reason it's secretly genius is because he's controlling the bully kid to go to even further steps. Pennywise is doing that to the, to the bully kid. Yeah. So he could be doing the exact same thing to Bill, because Bill's trying to convince himself the whole movie that Georgie's not dead, but him killing him is proving it to him that he's dead. So Pennywise would... It's secretly genius, but I don't know if, if people would have grasped it the first time. They would have just thought of it as, like, murder porn. Yeah. All right. I, I just, when I, I remember after secretly watching that. genius. After watching that movie so many times, I always thought, like, oh, it would have been really fucked up. It would have been, it would have been Billy. handled if they could have found a way to, like, play it from Bill's perspective, but Pennywise was, like, pulling the strings. That could have been interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, anything you missed this time? Any plot holes? Nothing that I can really... If there's that many kids Oh, yes, I already mentioned it. The fake hair. Oh, God. If, if there's that <laughs> many kids going missing in the town where there's literally like 50 of them up in the air, there should be more signs. Well, I don't think they were all from the same timeline, right? I thought they were over a period of time. Those were like all the ones he's collected. Yeah. Uh, years. Oh. Because... So that's kind of a rat collection, then, if you think about his kill count. I was going to say, because he only eats, like, 22 people, but I think that's Jeepers Creepers. So. It's just so so familiar to Jeepers Creepers. Right? I feel like Jeepers Creepers hella stole the idea originally. Probably. Did. I mean... Oh, did they? Because Stephen King, it came out way before. That's what I mean. It would have had to be Jeepers Creepers that stole it. It's really lazy, actually, when you think about it. Um, also, Jeepers Creepers is not that good. Have you watched it recently? It's it's really it not. Like, I watched it way after it was. It was like I mean, the so first was one was good. I can't remember the first one. The second not one being was better good. than the first one, though. And the second, yeah, I was gonna say the second one holds. The, first one the sucks third up. one, I I think I, I chose not to see it. I, didn't see it. Um, I, I just knew that there was no way they were gonna yeah know, make it good. I mean, who knows? Maybe we're they, fucking sleeping, we're sleeping on the best, the, yeah. cheapest creepers ever. I heard it was shit. Producer comes in hot. It was dog shit. Who's your favorite cast member of it? Bill Skarsgård? That's hard, because I, I really like him as it. He was really yeah, good. Yeah, me too. But I also really liked... Um, um, Richie? Richie. Richie was super funny. I, oh, I was going to well. say Richie as well. Oh. I was just making sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, Finn Wolfhard is super good. Bill Skarsgård as, as Pennywise, or is, it is super good. Yeah, he actually killed Pennywise. I don't think yeah. we actually mentioned it. And I don't know if you guys know about the eyes, but that was actually him doing the Dude, eyes like cool. that. Not visual effects. I mean, the glowing thing, I'm pretty sure, is visual effects, but he actually has a talent where he can look yeah. two different ways. I was generally afraid of him a couple of times, so I was impressed. Yeah. It, like Especially with all that makeup on, it's very easy to just make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Have you seen the, the blooper? Yeah. Through that thing? Have you seen it? No. There's a they put it in the in the extras for the DVD, but like they 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 play out the first scene, where Georgie comes up to it and they they have a little speech. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, he's like, do you want your boat? Reach for it or you know take it. And he's like, okay, grabs it and just walks away. And he was like, oh shit. It's almost like a scary movie bit. Yeah, basically. Do you think you noticed the soundtrack in either Saw or It? I noticed it in Saw. Yeah, the ending uh, has a mm-hmm. super intense. Uh, yeah, theme. that's yeah. The ending. They actually started much. using that in all the Saw movies and kind of overplayed it, but in the first one, it's really well done. Um, did you notice the soundtrack in it? No. It has a good like coming of age tale theme, yeah. um, which is also one of my favorite things that I forgot to mention is just like my reason that I think it separates itself from other movies is just like it's my favorite coming of age tale in a long time. I'd say uh, dope was really good at that, but I didn't expect it to be a coming-of-age tale as good as it was. What do you think separates it for you? Puts it in bracket contention. The cast. That's true. Great well, cast, especially for... for 15-year-olds. Yeah, all the, the kids. I didn't really think there was bad acting. I actually thought there was worse acting from Saw. Low key, from grown-ass men, low you key. know? Carrie always is super talented, and too. Yeah, it, it's hard to find good kid actors. Talent, yeah, talented kids, yeah. Especially that. Do you think that um, it was intentional that they had the kid from from Stranger Things be a part of this movie? I want to say it is just because. Yeah. Everybody, everybody loves Stranger Things in the yeah. in the boy cast. But I, I guess kind of, my what I think makes the connection though for the cast is is that three of those friend, kids are really good friends now, so like they became friends on that cast, and you could tell that there was some close chemistry mm-hmm. on the in the movies. Yeah. Well, yeah, they that's not something you can easily fake. They could have chosen the kid from Stranger Things just to be able to hype up the movie a little mm-hmm. more. They definitely did. Yeah. But I still think like he But he still he, killed he, the fucking he role. He killed the role. So yeah. I think oh, he yeah. like deserved it. Mm-hmm. I think he got it. Oh, I don't think it was only because of Stranger Things, but that yeah. definitely put his name in the hat. Mm-hmm. Because the other kids I've never seen in any other movie. No. I saw was... one of the kids, he was in another movie, I think with um but his character died. Well Eddie's actually gonna be in Shazam. Yeah. And then uh the kid who played the nerdy one who was afraid of the picture, what was his name, Stanley, uh, he's, he was in Ready Player One as the younger version of the game yeah. creator. But yep. those are the only things I've seen those guys in. But that, yeah, but that was after. Yeah, I'm just saying. After, yeah. Cool. What do you think separates it for you, producer? What makes this movie special? I think, I want to say it was, it was a little bit different, to be honest. Because it, it really focused on the idea of, not the idea, but like the kids and their fears. And it was like, Pennywise was barely in the movie. And mm-hmm. I think once you kind of, because you start caring about the characters. And the I kids think, way more than any other movie. Yeah, and that's what makes you afraid of it doing yeah. anything to them. So I think, I think with a good horror movie, it makes you feel so you don't want them to die. Yeah. A lot of scary movies tend to like make like the main characters assholes, almost, yeah, just mm-hmm. assholes, and so you're just like, I want them to die, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
And that's why you cast Paris Hilton in House of Wax. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, it was it was good. I wish they did give more to um it's fucked up that we keep calling him the black kid. What's his his name is <laughs> Chosen Jacobs, which is actually a super familiar or uh, memorable name once you say yeah. it. Him him and Stanley. There was a Schmodown question about about uh, Chosen Jacobs that literally asked, like, who is that kid in the movie? Wow. And I'm like, I don't fucking know the little black kid's name. Like, keep it real. I've never seen that dude before. But, yeah. But I wish they, w- they would have gotten a little bit more, like, backstory. Because yeah, I think they... It, it fell off. They um, do have a, like... Cause they have a starting scene, but they don't have an ending scene. Yeah, with with Chosen. Is that the name of the character? Or? Yeah. That, well, his name in the movie is Mike. Mike. Oh, okay. Mike. He's the new kid, Mike. Yeah, why the fuck? It's, like, the most simple name. Yeah, <laughs> Beverly, Richie, Billy, Stanley, Mike, and Jeremy Taylor played Ben. Yeah. Yeah, with Mike, they could have done, like, a lot because, you know, it's back in the, like, the, I think it took place in the 80s. Yeah, they make, like, one so, racist, like, offhand comment. That was it. Yeah. The bully does. But it's, you know, it was obvi- obviously present back then, mm-hmm. so it could have, you know, and what's for, especially weird? for a kid, it's it's in a, such a small town, It's mm-hmm. it's it could definitely be really hard to deal with. So I wish they kind of would have played um, a little bit more with that. Oh, damn. I forgot to write down who directed this movie. I know, Anthony, I know, and, uh, James Wan directed Saw. I think his name is Anthony Gurmuchi. That sounds right. But anyway, he he did a really weird cha- choice in the direction of It, whereas right after, um, what's his name, Georgie loses his arm and that scene finishes, mm-hmm. it transitions immediately into the black kid on the farm and he has to... Uh, kill, kill the, kill the, the sheep, sheep. Mm-hmm. and it was just a super weird transition if you're not going to give that kid an end of the story yeah because it's it's even more memorable now that I like watched the movie I was like that black kid doesn't really get enough story Mike and then you start off the, the movie with Mike's character and you never give him, him an ending right well he also had that scene where with the burning bodies yeah um, which does go back to some of his his past yeah. right because his parents died in the fire mm-hmm. which but I think what with fucking Bill, he gets an ending to his, his fear. He basically solves his fear of, um, you know, the, the absolution, the, the knowing that Georgie's dead. Mm-hmm. So Bill, like, feel like he has no fear afterwards, and they all have kind of like that we're fine if we're together thing, but they didn't have to solve it all together. Can you pronounce that? Andy Muschietti. Muschietti? Muschietti. Muschietti sounds right. Um, what did I say? Francisco, Muschietti. if you were to rate it upon your first viewing, what would it have been? 9.5. I really enjoyed the film first time I saw it, hmm. and I I think my first viewing I think I don't want to get your second until we okay elaborate. My uh, first viewing was probably a nine, solid nine, and then if you were to vote saw or it to move on to the round two, who would it be? It for sure. What was your rating for it? Right now. For right now, yeah. a nine. Nine, so it went down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't get the same scares from, from a couple True. of things. Horror movies are rarely better the second time. Right, but it's still a good story to follow. I think so. the only one that wins that one is Sixth Sense. It's better the second time you watched it. For me, it was actually... I was on the opinion that Saw should have won when these movies got announced. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought that it was more of a, a joke of a movie than an actual like horror movie. And I kind of like left the theater kind of wishy-washy about it. Mm-hmm. Um... But it is a great movie. What I would always think about, though, is that it's too much of a joke. They throw too many like offhand comedy parts into there, and it didn't really have any scary moments that help, that stayed with me. Mm-hmm. But after watching it again, it is far superior to Saw, in my mind, 
because of the the character building of all the of all the group and their, you know, what am I trying to say? Chemistry together. Mm-hmm. That whole group and that coming of age tale is what makes it so much better than most movies. So for me, it moves on to the next round. Nice. Pretty sure you want to add ten cents in there or no? It was gonna be it. It was gonna be it. Yeah. Okay. It moves on to round two. And that was episode 17, or matchup 17. Do you guys think any of the Saw movies would have won if it was being competed against it? Or would have been the any same, of, same outcome? Oh, no, no, no. It was same outcome? no matter what. Yeah. Okay. I th- like I said, Saw 2 is my favorite Saw, so you could even put Saw 1 and 2 together and get yourself like a three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just has such a better story overall. Like, there's some flaws about it for sure. But just all together as a movie, it's just a much better movie mm-hmm. and a much better ride. It was actually, that's why I kind of, watching Saw, it took me so long to finish. It's just like, I didn't want to, like, go through that experience again. I know how the movie is. I've mm-hmm. seen it enough times. Maybe I burnt it out for myself. Right. But it's just like, it, I can put on and actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Versus Saw, I think I just picked out the flaws too many times. Yeah. We have our next matchup. Matchup number 18 in the bracket. Coming to you from Quentin Tarantino's Crazy Brain, Reservoir Dogs versus Pulp Fiction. Yes. So make sure you watch those. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I love both of those movies. I think I can say now there's a hashtag contender in this next match. Um, won't say which one. I'm just throwing it out there. There's a contender that I think is uh, going to do some damage in the bracket. I feel like it's obvious. I feel like you're obvious. Okay. Moving on. So what happened this week? Um, the Academy's decided to drop the Thank popular. You. Oh wow! Really? Popular category. Thank God. Yeah. Wow. What was it? This why? Because they thought. Did they explain I it? think they pushed back the vote. Is what they said. Yeah. Well, it was just like the the reason why they did it was because they they felt like the most of the movies that are put into the category for like best picture are very artistic films that a lot of people don't go see. Mm-hmm. So most of the, for the most part, any movie that's nominated, um, I always have to go out. And watch them right before the movies, what well, right before the Oscar starts, right. mm-hmm. which makes so, it really annoying. Yeah, because you have to see most of them in theaters. Yeah, and um, so so I think that the reason why they wanted to do the popular was to just give achievement to movies that actually are for the people and like you know a majority of people want to go see it, mm-hmm. but you know that a lot of filmmakers got offended by that for working hard and. They basically didn't want like a Suicide Squad winning, like a an Academy. That was the fear that I had. Yeah. You're gonna have a, a terrible Transformer type of movie win this bracket. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was a. Uh... You know what I watched this week? Uh, Pearl Harbor, the Ben Affleck one. Mm. That movie still holds up. There's a, there's an action scene for about like 45 minutes, like when the attack happens. Legit edge of your seat for 40 minutes. Well, I heard that that movie was just like once that scene. And the rest of it just sucks. That's fucking bullshit. I haven't seen it. Whoever told you that's a liar. Yeah, man. no, everybody. It, it, that that movie's okay. I've never heard. I, of... I have the last time I saw it was probably high school, but I remember it's it's a pretty tragic story because it follows like yeah. the nurse and yeah, and her. Have... yeah, no, it's it's a good movie. I'll have to watch it because I've never heard a good thing. Check about it out. It. It's you know, and only, it's part of history. So the only time I've ever heard a good anything about it is between you two right now. It's my second favorite Michael Bay movie. Oh fuck yeah. 
I mean, what? That's he has like twenty movies. I'm gonna have some good but ones. But it's it's not it's not a lot to say seeing that it's a fucking Transformers. Bad Boys. The fact that you said Michael Bay in favor in the same sentence. It's a good movie. But it's you a like, good movie. But you like the Bad it's, Boys movies? You've seen those? No. Those are funny. I've never seen them. All right. Well, you've seen Transformers. I mean, Transformers one is great. It was almost in the bracket. I don't know why. It's so it good. good. The it first is. one is the first. I, one. I like the Hello, first one. Michael Bay. Yeah. Granted, there's a huge plot hole because two of the characters completely disappear at the end. No big Actually, deal. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that you mentioned it's Michael Bay, and it makes scene, it makes sense the scenes where they're getting attacked because they're very Michael Bay. Now that you mentioned that, in what Pearl Harbor? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know he was a director until you mentioned it right now. But now that I'm reminded of the movie, the bombing is it's one of the most tragic. Um, He's one of those directors that knows exactly what he's trying to do. He's not trying to win an Oscar. He's trying to make an entertaining film. I will say Pain and Game was really good. That's, what I was, that's my number three. Pain I love Pain and Game. That's the one with Mark Wahlberg and The Rock. And they're like the, the bodybuilders. Oh, but they God. do that stupid ass, like, yeah, 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 yeah. the heist thing. Like, the story gets super crazy towards the end because apparently it's like semi it's, a true it's a story. It's true story, yeah, yeah. I mean, semi, because, you know. I just found out Man of Fire is not real. I'm still, I'm, I have a problem. So anyway, Pain and Game super fun. Mm-hmm. But you got three super good Michael Bay movies. All right, let's talk about The Nun. Yeah. I just want to go see it. The producer and I, uh, on separate occasions, went and saw The Nun. I saw it Friday night. I saw it Saturday afternoon. I know. I tried to wait as late as possible because I wanted to be afraid during the movie. Because if I, you know, you listen to the beginning half of this podcast, my biggest fear is creepy moms. So old lady nuns following you around in the dark. I mean, not too far off. And By the fact that they can't have sex or be moms, but okay. But it's still creepy looking old ladies. So, so like, you're you're okay. So you're almost, scared of old ladies then? Pretty much, most okay. old ladies are moms. Mo- like most are. Well, nuns are pretty like motherly figures. That too. They literally call them mother. They take like take care of you. Do they? I went to a Catholic school, so like legit mom figure. I uh, okay. So I'm scared okay. of nuns. Not really. I'm just saying like, I can make the <laughs> connection. Just peeling back all these layers. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. This I'm one's not as deep. Rich <laughs> is such an onion. Hashtag Shrek. That's why I made Hashtag the onion joke. ogres are not like onions. <laughs> You're a donkey. But um, stubborn jackass. But I. How'd you feel? What did you? What was your rating for the nun? How about that? Let's start with a rating. Or do you want to talk it out first? Let's it talk sounds it out like first. Let's talk it out. Yeah. I think. Every scale scare was super predictable. It was just the level that they went to with the scares was actually what made it cool. So, like, every time that there was going to be a scare, you could literally look to the person next to you and be like, here it fucking comes. Spoilers, by the way, anybody that's listening. If yeah. You spoilers. don't want to get... Fuck off. You're not watching The Nun. So. Okay. You've been warned. <laughs> so, like, you know the scares are coming, but, like, one of the scares is, like, the, the you hear the big scream down the hallway, but you actually see the nun, like, come up into the screen, and you're, you just weren't expecting it. And then there's another one where she's watching a nun shadow go around a room, and she's all like, I wonder what's going to happen. You're just sitting there waiting for the jump scare, mm-hmm. but the jump scare is her, like, breaking a piece of mirror, and it's, like, shoves all over your screen. You're like, what the fuck? So, like, as although it was predictable, there was still some moments that actually went a little bit further than I thought they would go. And that was pretty fun. I just, I thought, you're going to be watching this movie, right? Probably, and maybe, I don't know. I, I might wait till it comes out on DVD. I don't think it's 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 movie material. Uh, I had a gift card and I still didn't want to go. Well, the thing is that, like, the, the main actress plays Sister Irene, but the, she's related to Vera Farmiga, who plays 
Lorraine Warren. Right. I, I didn't make that connection. Yeah, that's funny. So they're actually related Isn't in real like life. Tessa Bermiga? Tessa Bermiga? Bermiga. Bermiga. Yeah. So they're, they're related in real life, mm-hmm. and then this movie takes place a few years before the... Like 20 years before. Yeah. So I thought they were going to make some connection between they did. her... No, they didn't. They did. Frenchie is the one at the end of the movie. Yes, and he moved... But I'm saying, like, Irene... You wanted those two on screen? No, I thought the sister Irene was going to be related to Lorraine Warren. That's what I thought the connection was. Well, no, because sister Irene's a fictional character and Lorraine Warren's real in real life. Yeah, but I thought the reason why they brought on that actress to play sister Irene was because... They were going to be related. I was already annoyed that they made it so Avenger-y and, like, everything's connected. Yeah. Somebody, Somebody does say that they were building up the nun to be the conjuring Thanos. That's funny. And then, but it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I felt like the the nun was barely in the movie. It wasn't even about the nun though. At the end, that's what was annoying about it. Yeah. It was just a demon hiding inside the nun. Again, fucking spoilers. But like, it was like she was just. Well, what a, did an you entity. think was gonna happen? I mean, how else are you gonna have a scary nun if you don't have a nun with a demon inside? I guess, but I kind of just wanted her to be psycho. I get, but it's all made up anyway. I, I know, but <laughs> I mean, your complaint. I haven't seen the movie, but your complaint literally doesn't make can sense we, in my. Can we can we talk about the blood? Do you think that would be too much of a spoiler? Uh, oh my! You want to talk about the blood? Well, here's the thing. You know when like you don't want to hear reviews for a movie because you don't want it to ruin it for you. I'm going into the theater, and there's a reason I'm telling this. I'm walking into the theater, and I'm like, all right, I just got to avoid anybody talking about the movie. It should be fine. Um, you know, I just don't want to hear people say it's really, really good and then make my hopes up or if it's really, really shitty and then I'm just going to make fun of it. Yeah. So I'm like literally buying my popcorn and a dude going to the dude right next to me goes, oh, what are you seeing? He goes, the nun. He goes, oh, it's total dog shit. I'm oh, like, bro, you work oh, here. Like, what God. are we doing? <laughs> I was like literally just like flabbergasted. Yeah. So I walk into the movie and I was like, this is going to suck. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I saw the, the ratings for it and I knew it was going to be bad, but I was like, Usually, if it's a scary movie, I still tend to enjoy it. Oh, whatever, yeah, me too. But I was just like, eh. um, It just felt the same. Yeah. It was, James Wan got, got lazy, I think. I, I will say that this was a little bit better than Insidious, The Last Key. I didn't see that That one. movie was fucking horrible. Yeah. But. I didn't like the, Annabelle uh, <laughs> Creation, though. Really? I, I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was better than it was just, the, the other Annabelle. The it first was just because it's a doll staring at you, though. Well, yeah, yeah that's, Annabelle that's was dumb. Annabelle was one of the worst. I the didn't first see one Annabelle one. The first one. I haven't seen Creations. I right. didn't see the first one. I think Creation is a better... It probably it's is. It's better than the first one. But, but it's just like... That's that, not much to say. There's one big scare that like literally the whole theater freaks out for in Animal Creations. And it's when like the kid's up in her top bunk and she's like peeking over the corner to see if the, the Annabelle doll is in the room. And literally the Annabelle doll is staring at her. Up. And I just literally bust out laughing because I was like, that's the stupidest thing to be afraid of. It's a fucking doll staring at you. Mm-hmm. It was... When it gets into the mythical stuff and the demon stuff, I can understand the fear level behind the doll. But when it's just the doll looking at you, it's like, fuck out of here. What are we doing? Well, the reason why I was bringing up the, the, the blood scene, which we can, we can say since yeah. we already put a spoiler. Spoilers. But I, some, I, I remember reading this interview about this guy. He was talking about movies. And he was saying that some movies can, like, damage f- like future things. Because, like, so with Planet of the Apes... In the in the during the movie, it was all about researching Alzheimer's and how to cure it, but it ends up 
fucking over the entire world. Right, 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 right. So this guy was talking about, like, you know, we shouldn't be fearing... It's a metaphor, but continue. Yeah, we shouldn't be fearing, like, actual science just because a movie, you know, it's just part, it's just a fictional. Right. And there were somebody, then he started, he brought up scary movies saying that all scary movies are about religion. Like, when it comes to, it's... And so, mm-hmm. which scares people about, you know, being religious or whatever. And so it kind of kind of went into this movie thinking, oh, it's like, you know, it's about nuns. So it's obviously going to be super religious, right. obviously. It didn't, it didn't feel that religious, though. It didn't. Up until the blood scene. Because I was yeah. just like... I was like, well, hold on, what? They have so, a necklace. Of blood? So it ha- it, it's, a, it's a necklace of blood. And, and they cross. use this blood to close a portal from letting Valak, the demon, come out. Okay. Sick-ass demon name. Yeah, it's a pretty badass name. But the blood... Why is this sick? I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. It, it was. It, it was Jesus Christ's blood. It was the last remaining, like in a little necklace, that they were just holding. So I just sat there and I was like, "Hmm, I don't know how I feel." Yeah. The second you get that <laughs> mystical and theoretical, you're gonna lose some people. Religious, like especially me. Like I'm not. I went to Catholic school for a couple years, but like to me, the second you say I have for sure Jesus's blood. Right. I'm fuck out of here. Not happening. I'm not buying it. How did it look? Just it was literally blood. blood and a cross inside of a necklace. So like there's this like orb. Oh. Okay, and like inside okay, the orb okay. is a is a cross. And, and that blood. cross is his blood. And it's like they had to use it one other time, so you see like a little bit missing. It's like really guys? <laughs> we're, we're so on the nose. Yeah, it was great. It, but anyways, yeah, for me I, I would I would give it like a like a five, maybe. Oh wow, you're even harsher than me. I was going to six, oh. five point five ish. Wow, yeah, that's that bad. It's not that bad. It's just it's it's repetitive. It's like watching, you know. No, I mean, but only that. But it's just like you have it. You're, it's Marvel. It's part of the Conjuring series. I was thinking of Marvel when you said repetitive. That's fine. That's all it is. You but you're comparing it to you have it in the same universe as the Conjuring mm-hmm. series, and Conjuring one and two are. Possibly one of the best scary movies in recent yeah. years, especially Conjuring. That was such a for some like it's a scary movie. That movie for me yeah. too. So you're comparing it to those movies. That's What's why your biggest scary in Conjuring? What do you think the, the first scary the movie? first yeah the first because I thought the ending was just it was the whole exorcism scene. So the ending didn't really do it for me. But the first like three quarters of the movie I love in the Conjuring. Oh yeah, look with any scary movie, the first beginning because the they're just they're just building yeah. up. Whereas the like the f- the final act, you're just you just know that. Yeah, scary shit's happening, so you're not as scared. It's always chaos, though. It's always annoying. yeah. Um, why can't it like? Why does everything have to be shaking for me to be scared? I'm trying to think of like a, a big scare. I will say when the sisters. Oh, I know what scene. It's when they're like, they're like all the investigators are in the room in the living room, mm-hmm. and every everyone's like, "What's happening?" Like stuff's moving around, and then the demon picks up by the hair and just throws her across the That's room. That's pretty cool, actually. I don't think that was a big scare, but I just really love that scene. Yeah. To me, that's, again, just chaos. Yeah. Like, you can tell it's all special effects, so, like, why do I really care? Another, another scene that I did jump was when, um, when that witch was on top of the wardrobe. Yeah, that was cool. When, like, the camera just spins yeah. up slowly. That was and super just cool. jumps. Yeah, that was, that scared me. <laughs> it was funny. I still remember the, the first time I saw The Conjuring. I took my friends. I was like, we need to go see this movie, The, like, the Conjuring. And they didn't know anything about it. Oh. So as soon as we sat down and the trailer started rolling, they like looked at me. They were like, Jose, is this a scary movie? And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, I thought you guys knew. And they were like, 
no, we didn't. <laughs> and they both were way more scared than I was throughout the movie, and I was pretty scared. So that was a good experience for me. Scary movies in theaters, if, if people are cool, it can be the best experience. Or if people are dicks, it's the, the worst experience. That's why I like going to scary movies at around 5 o'clock, because that's when people like to go. Because if you go at 10.30, the theater's empty, and you don't really... Because when you hear other people getting scared, yeah, it scares I, you yeah, a little. Yeah, and that's for more a lot of movies, not only yeah, uh, yeah, horror, true. But I feel like if there's a bigger crowd, that's comedy into the in movie. horror though, if the if the crowd's into it, you're into it. Yeah, but they, like there's there was one dude maybe ten seats away from me in the theater during the nun, and um, the the what are they called? The nuns are all like mummified, right? So every time they make a move, it's like yeah. So. There's this one nun, and she's talking to the dude, and she's all, doop a doop a doo and this is how you're going to die. And then she just dies, and she goes, Kh! and the dude tends his way and goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact, we're all like, oh, this is going to be funny. Right. So like literally, there's a scene where you're like you're surrounded by nuns, and all of a sudden, they go, Kh! 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 and he's sitting there, oh, 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 oh. and everybody starts busting out laughing, and then you have the one guy in the crowd that goes, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm like, really, guy? You had to run for everybody? That's great. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. I think the the only moment that I've ever had was during Paranormal Activity three. The at the very end of the movie where the little girl is near the stairs and the camera's just slowly moving towards her. It's just like that's it. Like it's just slowly moving towards yeah. her. There's no music. He, there's no dialogue. He's just moving like slowly towards her. The theater is completely like quiet. Yeah. And then I just hear somebody in the background. He's like, "Fuck that bitch." <laughs> <laughs> And then so, like, the whole theater just started busting laughing, and then, like, the jump scare happened, and nobody, because we were all too fucking busy yeah. with laughing. But that was the only <laughs> time I've ever, like, had that experience. I told you about when I saw It in theaters. I didn't even say it. When, when I saw It in theaters, there was the, uh, the scene where he's, where the, where Richie, the kid who's afraid of the clowns, is walking into the room full of clowns, mm-hmm. and he looks up at his grave, and then when he closes it, Pennywise jumps out. As that part's happening in theaters... Everybody's been cool the entire movie. As he's walking into that room, like right as he's about to open the the, the fucking coffin, coffin yeah. this dude in uh, punches the guy like two rows in front of me, and they just legit start fighting. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And Wait, I totally like, missed that whole scare. They started fighting. Yeah, in the like, like out of fighting. nowhere. Yeah, like not like play fighting. It was like actual. They, they maybe like three seconds of punching, and then they got separated. Oh wow! Yeah, it and was, then what happened? They got they got escorted out. Like I don't know, they were just out. That's interesting. Yeah. But I missed the whole scare that I was excited for in the movie. Because, like, everybody's like, what dude, if he what was the like, fuck? What if he was like, hey, bro, I bet he's about to pop out and just start punching <laughs> him? Like, like, fuck you, dude. Why would you tell me? <laughs> I, like to, I like, like to think about what triggered that. Yeah, getting getting in a fist fight on a, on a theater? I mean, it, now that I think about it, it doesn't sound that... Imagine if he, like, that. comes over your shoulder and is like, you scared, bro? <laughs> <laughs> just punch him? <laughs> What if, what if he, he jump scared him? What if like during that scene he like turns over to his friend and he's like, Man on Fire was based on a true story. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Interstellar's better than Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Bracket memes in the making. Right? <laughs> we have Civil War posters for Interstellar's better than Back to the Future and Steve Rogers looking at you all serious. Merch. Merch. What's a merch? Do you know? Oh, I'm 75 years old. Oh, God. Merchandise. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 
Sebastian tried to come up to me with that the other day. He goes, I want to buy their merch. I was like, you're not buying nothing. <laughs> not if you call it that. <laughs> I heard somebody use the word uh, Nick today. He like he was using this vape, and he was like, this thing's 25 Nicks. I'm like, what? Is that, oh, nicotine? Is that what they're calling it now? I think. That's so That's gay. one way to make cancer sound cool again. I know. <laughs> make cancer cool again. I mean, you're a scumbag. Not that though. cancer was ever cool, but you get my point. Cancer's I mean, pretty dope. He's the only breast cancer. Anyways, <laughs> don't you hate it when the doctor says this is the worst kind of cancer you can get? It's like, is there mild cancer? Like, oh, you got the better one. When have one. you heard this? I'm really scared for you. <laughs> Did you imagine somebody say that? Yeah. Okay. I just like seen movies where they're like, this is the worst type of cancer. Oh right. And you I'm couldn't like, have gotten any worse than this, doc. <laughs> I'm like. So is there a mild one? Is there like somebody like yeah, down the there's down the skin office? cancer where you can like take it out or there's some cancer with like... But he's like, at least I don't have fucking a brain tumor. You ever, so. watch, you ever watch Sex Drive? Yeah. The movie with uh, the kids, they steal the charger and they go up to meet some girl that they met on the internet. Anyway, so they these two dudes, they're going to meet this girl and then their, their chick friend who like one of them has a crush on is getting in the car and she's like, oh, where are we going? And he goes, oh, I have to go visit my grandma. She got uh, cancer. He's like, oh no, grandma. He goes, it's in the foot. And his friend in the back, he goes, yeah, just a little bit of foot cancer. She'll walk it off. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. That movie's really funny, but really dumb. James Morrison's playing the bully older brother. And he's like, he keeps telling him to fight off the gay. Oh my God. So like every time he's like, everybody has those gay thoughts in their head. You just got to keep those thoughts down. And then at the end of the movie, he comes out with a dude. Yeah, he's, he ends up being the gay yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Green was fucking fantastic. In the yeah, movie. he was. He was playing an Amish dude. The movie's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the line that James Morrison said where he goes, you can't do that, that's how you get gay. We can look it up. I forgot. I can't, I can't remember. That movie's yeah. hilarious. Anyway, this has been an hour and a half. I think you guys got enough of us. Yeah. So, so just remember, watch Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction for the Tarantino seed next week. Um, I'm Rich. And I'm Francisco. Follow us at the Bracket Podcast on Twitter. Follow me at Flippies All Day, or you can find me at Road Jedi Rich. You can find me at Just Cisco on Twitter. Right on. Uh, everybody, make sure you watch the movies and any fan questions come our way. By the way, I had a fan question, but I forgot. Great. It was a good fan question too. Apparently not. Catch us next week. <laughs> <laughs>